An interesting fact, in 2021, Amazon made $469 billion in gross revenue. They netted $33 billion, or around 7% of total sales. Apple, in comparison, generated $365 billion in gross sales and netted $94 billion, or around 25% of gross revenue. By the way, most small businesses net around 10% of their annual revenue, which leads me to today's topic. Business taxes can be complicated or maybe even a bit scary when you're starting out. So in this video, I'm going to try to simplify business taxes. Now, this video, unfortunately, will not cover everything you need to know about business taxes, but it will help to provide a basic understanding of how things work. Welcome to Leonard Innovation. My name is Justin Leonard. Thank you for tuning in. Before we talk about taxes, I want to bring to your attention my 90-day online launch guide, which contains a list of actionable steps you can take to launch an online business. In the guide, I cover what to sell if you have limited time and financial resources, ideas for how to make money online, how to build an audience when you're new, and recommended software and services that might be needed to run your business. By the way, everything is free, and you can access the guide right now at leonardinnovation.com slash launch. This is my gift to you. Okay, let's discuss taxes. When you start a business, you are gifted with three free business partners that all want to be paid, the city, the state, and the federal government. City and state taxes are paid monthly and have a range of about 4 to 16%, with Alaska being the lowest and New York being the highest. Federal taxes are usually paid quarterly, but there are certain conditions under which you can pay them annually. Next, I'll go over some concepts that you might want to know about business taxes. As we all know, the U.S. tax code is complicated. It's no different for business owners. First, once you become a real business, as I say, realistically, you won't be able to do your own taxes and you probably shouldn't try to do your own taxes. Just as it is not advised for an attorney to represent themselves in court, the system is such that you cannot do it yourself. It's complicated, maybe on purpose, because it would ensure the survival of the CPA industry. Otherwise, they would be eliminated if business taxes were simplified. Not every business is the same, so the tax code may be completely different depending on the type of business. Some businesses, for example, deal in agriculture. They're taxed differently. Some businesses deal in alcohol. They're taxed differently. Construction, real estate, taxed differently. Also, there is usually a change in the tax code every year, so it's difficult for business owners to keep up with all the changes. Another example of how complicated the tax code is, two CPAs may arrive at completely different numbers if they were to do your taxes. Let's say you were running a test and you hired two different CPA firms to do your taxes, their numbers would differ. The reason is because the tax code allows for some level of discretion. For example, 
Two different CPAs may allocate expenses differently. They may realize deductions differently. Annual amortization amounts can vary. So it's impossible that two CPAs would ever arrive at the same numbers in a given tax year. And this is because of the complexities of the tax code. The concept of tax write-offs is overhyped and to a larger degree misunderstood. So what is a tax write-off? It is just a business expense that reduces your total tax burden at the end of the year. Tax burden meaning the amount you would potentially owe in taxes. The thing about tax write-offs is they can be as complicated as the entire tax code itself. So for example, if you purchase a company vehicle for $40,000, you can do one of two things. You can deduct the full amount on taxes in the year it was purchased. This is usually not a good idea, but sometimes I guess it makes sense. Or you can deduct the amount of depreciation over several years. Your CPA is going to give you the best advice based on your unique business. Which tax class should you choose? Probably not an LLC. An LLC only establishes that a business entity exists, but LLCs are not recognized as taxable entities by the IRS. So many will initially register as an LLC, which is fine because you don't want to delay things and you want to get the business structure established as soon as possible. But by the time they start paying a CPA for tax preparation, most likely they will convert the biz to an S corp. This is true not only if there are multiple owners, but it is also true if you are the sole owner of a business. Generally, you would think that a business with a single owner would be a sole proprietor, but a CPA will probably say that it is most wise to become an S-Corp because of the tax benefits. Let's discuss the basics of how an S-Corporation works. In an S-Corp, the company is not allowed to profit. I know that sounds weird. The way it works is in the event there is a profit, it is passed down to the owners. And this is true even if there is only one owner. Earlier I said that the average net profit for a small business was around 10%. So on gross sales of 1 million, that means you would have approximately $100,000 in cash in your bank account at the end of the year, right? Because earlier I said that any profit from the business is passed down to the owners. Well, yes, but not quite because any infusion of cash creates a taxable event. And unfortunately, the taxes on 100K would probably be exorbitant. So what happens is this money can be further allocated into things like retirement accounts and other asset classes. So when you hear the term tax shelter, that's what they're referring to. When the money is sitting in a retirement account, the IRS is essentially giving you the most favorable tax terms. By the way, the profit from an S-Corp can also be allocated in other ways that allow you to grow your business. Not all CPAs are created equally. In general, any CPA will be able to do your taxes without issue. 
but some may have limited experience with emerging technologies and other fields. Accordingly, they may not be the best fit for your business. Also, CPAs mainly know numbers and are experts in our tax code, but that doesn't mean that they are business savvy. They may lack in areas such as marketing, technology, communication, and business investment advice beyond simply doing business taxes. Now, you won't really know how to assess a CPA when you're starting out, but the better ones tend to have at least some type of newsletter with the best practices and relevant industry news. They should communicate any changes in the tax code that might affect your business. They might offer additional classes on how to plan for retirement. Now, these are not requirements for being a good CPA, but if you were paying a similar price for services, the one giving you more is going to be a better deal. So who tracks business expenses? You can definitely do your own bookkeeping, but as your business grows, you will want to delegate those tasks to a specialist. But usually a bookkeeper does this for you because their hourly rate is significantly lower than a CPA. A bookkeeper categorizes all business expenses for the year. So your marketing costs, your rent, your supplies, any equipment purchases, any interest paid, and so on. These will be categorized in a ledger, probably using one of the big taxware software providers. And then the CPA will take the info and do the final accounting. Once you are ready to file your first return, both your personal and business taxes are usually done simultaneously. If you are using a CPA, they will usually charge two separate fees for the business and personal tax services. Now let's discuss how successful businesses use tax planning. As the year ends, businesses that have been around the block are able to get the best tax benefits by planning their taxes in advance. This is how successful companies are able to end the year paying minimal taxes. So how does tax planning work? Usually the owners of the business will communicate with a CPA around the third or fourth quarter. So as the year is coming to an end, they then look at where the business is financially. So they're checking out the financial trajectory for the remaining few months that are left in the year. If it appears that they're gonna have too much of a profit, there are things that the business can do to lower or even eliminate any profit. As I touched on earlier, when you lower your profit, you also lower the amount of taxes owed. If it looks like there will be losses, they can sometimes account for the loss by having sales or maybe liquidation events to end the year at a break-even point or possibly in profit territory. So prudent businesses are planning their tax outcomes in advance so that nothing comes as a surprise when taxes are due. It should be noted that whenever you talk to a CPA and they have to evaluate, analyze, or look over anything your business does that relates to numbers, they will need to be paid for their time. But the way to look at it is they're ultimately keeping you out of tax trouble, so their fees are usually worth it. Now we will discuss how to handle several years of unpaid business taxes. One of the most stressful experiences a new owner might face 
is the threat of IRS penalties that may come as a result of avoiding business taxes for too long. If this sounds like your situation, first off, don't panic. People who don't come from wealth often face unique challenges like this. When I first started my business, I was in the same boat. I was maybe a 20-year-old and found myself owing approximately 10K to the IRS that I simply didn't have. In my case, I believe they categorized my income as 1099, which meant no payroll taxes were taken out during the year. In the end, I was able to pay off the debt within a few years. So what are the best practices if you find yourself in this situation? The first thing you wanna do is contact a CPA. The sooner the better because the IRS has the harshest punishment for business tax avoiders. The good news is that regardless of what you may owe, they will work with you. For example, if you owe 20,000 and can't pay it all at once, they have payment plans available. You can also negotiate various payback terms. You might even be able to pay half of what you owe up front and then do a payment plan, uh, excuse me, a payment plan on the balance. Now, I'll leave you with a tip. The key to reducing the amount you owe is to demonstrate that the business expenses were high and maybe even exceeded revenue. So purchases for things like equipment, vehicles, and other supplies, this will help to lessen or even eliminate the tax amount owed, but penalties and interest will remain. Also, most businesses don't begin to profit until about the third year in business anyway, so there's a good chance that the amount that you think you owe in taxes is considerably less than the actual amount. Now, let's go over the main points discussed. The U.S. tax code is complicated. It's never a good idea to try to do your own taxes. Always let a certified professional do your taxes, a CPA. A tax write-off is a business expense that reduces your tax burden at the end of the year. Any purchase you make for business purposes will help to lower the tax amount owed. When it comes to which tax class you should choose, the LLC is the most commonly discussed business structure, but there's a good chance that your CPA will steer you away from an LLC and into a better tax vehicle like an S-Corp. Not all CPAs are created equally. Some give you more for your money. Do research and ask questions to find a CPA that is the right fit for your business. With regard to who keeps track of ongoing business expenses, a bookkeeper usually handles this task, and a bookkeeper is always cheaper than a CPA. We learn that prudent businesses engage in tax planning throughout the year, which eliminates surprises and allows them to make decisions that lead to tax minimization. Lastly, for businesses that have fallen behind in paying taxes, it's best to contact the CPA and explain your situation. There are many options to get you on the right track. I hope you enjoyed this presentation. Once again, you can check out my 90-day online launch guide at leonardinnovation.com launch. It's my gift to you. And if you found this information helpful, please share it with a friend. Thanks again for tuning in.